Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Kate Zynard. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we'll discuss upcycling and refashioning, both great ways to take something old and make it fabulous and new again. Then we'll each share some sew inspo. And before we jump in, how are you both doing? Good. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's kind of been a while since we've I actually know. gotten to chat. Um, uh-huh. I had a, a cruise, nice Kate. It was great. Um, it, okay, it was mostly great. Then Mark caught COVID, so we got to discover the wonders <gasps> of COVID on a cruise. Oh, no. But um, yeah, no, he he got like full on. I didn't. I didn't get it. Uh, I had to take tests every day after he tested positive. But I uh, I came out clear. But he had to go like be in an entirely different quarantine room on a completely <gasps> different floor. Oh my gosh! Wow. I know they like literally took him away from me and locked him behind a locked bulkhead. <laughs> oh my Could god! Could that happen in your vacation? Like and it did. Oh just god. happened to be on my vacation. Know, but I'm just like so. Like I know. Right? <laughs> You're like uh, imagine I, it. I lived it. It, did. it, did. <laughs> it was there. <laughs> did he get to like? So he didn't get to do any like at the fun things or like So he only so he he tested positive when there were only about 3 days of the cruise left. So he got to do oh, most of the fun okay. stuff before um he he did he did miss out on our excursion on the last night. Um but other than that it was just he just slept most of the time. Um cuz he was he was pretty tired. So, and I was, I was able to go about the ship as normal if I, as long as I was wearing a mask, 
except I had to eat in my stateroom. So um, I had to keep getting room service instead of going to the restaurants. But, you know, all things considered, it wasn't too bad. Uh Well, um, that is good information to know. But I also want to know, like, how did your outfits work out? Yeah. Um, The outfits went nicely. Um, I feel like so in the end, I uh, I chickened out on the on the uh, sequin fringe outfit. I just, I put it on and I was like, this does not make me feel like good about myself somehow. I feel very insecure about it. And so I put on the outfit that I did not make that makes me feel like fabulous about myself and wore that instead. So, um, but then all the other nights I wore some combination of stuff that I made um, and, you know, my silver pants or my, red velvet skirt and all of those I felt very very good and and appropriately dressy in so yeah that's awesome and yeah and you had a friend go on that cruise with you too correct Mm -hmm. or is that this the next oh so at least did did uh they get COVID or just just nope okay well that's so you could at least Oh, oh yeah. So, so I had them to hang out with. They were great. That's great then. They, yeah. they, they ate dinner in my, or my, they ate lunch in my stateroom with me oh, um, so that I didn't have to eat by nice. myself. Um, oh. And, um, and yeah, we, we played a bunch of games. They worked really hard to keep my mind off the fact that I was like missing Mark and worried about him. Oh. And uh, yeah, no, they were fantastic. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel, I'm so like, now I'm thinking it's, kind of like the perfect scenario like for me you I, I would get sick of julian in the last three days I'm like okay let, now i can See really ya. do what i want when i want See ya. <laughs> Just well i'll tell you i'll tell you something um i i always get a little because we walk into our stateroom right and it's so neat and perfectly put together and i kind of try to keep it neat but mark oh, yeah. tends to be a little sloppier than i am so things get tossed around and whatever <laughs> And when he went to the new room, he packed up all his stuff because um, he wasn't coming back. And, you know, he took all of his stuff and he left. And all of a sudden I had this like perfectly neat <gasps> stateroom that I yes. had all the control over. And it was so sad because all I wanted was my husband back. Oh, <laughs> I was sweet. so empty and depressing in there. I was Aww. like, I don't like to go to the party things, but let's go to a party thing so I don't have to be in my stateroom all alone. So, yeah. Well, at least you have a, another cruise to look forward to coming yes. up. Yes, I do. <laughs> Dang it. And let's, fingers crossed, we're not going to have any COVID on that one. Yes. Fingers yes. crossed, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, shall we talk about new things happening in the sewing realm um, with our So What's New category? I kind of love this topic. I know. Yeah. yeah. I have been not paying that much attention because I've had other stuff going on. Um, But you guys have some stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's been a there's been a good kind of um, there's going to been a good pace of new patterns coming out. And I I felt like I've seen a bunch. Um, But the one that stuck in my mind was a recent one from, I believe, a new um, pattern designer. Uh, and that is Inderall Sews Saturday Shorts. And these oh. are elasticated waist shorts with a, a kind of a utility patch pocket. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the uh, feel of the Lander Pants pocket. That really kind of mm. like 
it's very visible, um, very useful, like big patch pocket with just, yeah, that a little bit of utility uh, feel to it. And every version I've seen of those shorts has been terrific. So I think that, um, I think that next time I'm in the mood for shorts, I'll go for that. Yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. I love an elasticated waist short. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean, that's really <laughs> I love an elasticated yeah. waist, anything. Pretty much oh, yeah, anything. Same. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was also um, some great jumpsuit patterns released uh, recently. Both the nude seamwork jumpsuit, the Michelle jumpsuit, is super cute. It has like this open back with a crisscross shape and it has a, a casing sewn on the like outside of the jumpsuit with like a front tie. And it's it's just like super effortless and it looks comfy. And I think oh, I just love it. So I definitely exchanged one of my my pattern credits for that immediately as I saw yeah. it. <laughs> it's yeah it's a really fun program to be a part of it's like um I caught it when there was like a great sale where I signed up for the year and you just get these new pattern credits every month and it's like the first day of the month I just it's the first thing I do in the morning I log in to see more and see what are the new pattern releases and I saw that one and then um, I don't know if uh, you've seen this one, but the uh, Rowena jumpsuit from Victory Patterns. Have mm-hmm. have you seen this one? Oh, it is so cute, too. I'm just, I'll never stop loving jumpsuits, but it's like the smocked waist detail. It can be either pants or a jumpsuit. And yes, that was so yeah. cool. I love those options. I know. I know. And I love how it was um, kind of designed in mind uh, for like it can work as like a almost like a maternity jumpsuit too and for new moms like nursing and everything like that. So I just think that's like it's just such like a thoughtful style. And I just really like I would just make and wear it now too. It's really cute. So those were two patterns that got me really excited this month. (laughs) You know, I had I found some other ones that I was thinking about. Um I I think that I've mentioned this designer before, but um, it's Karamia Maui, I believe is mm. how you say her name. And she is based in Hawaii. And she just had, um, she recently released the Yesterday dress, which is kind of a scoop neck. Um, it's got a small bust yoke. And then it's a gathered um, kind of skirt and I just love that dress. And I I have not sewn very many dresses, but something about that one caught my eye. She also released the Tate Crop um, recently. And there's a dress version of that, but it's it's really cute. It's almost a, um, I think you could wear it without a bra as like a sporty style top. So it's tighter, but it's got a really cute square neckline. Um, oh. So it does, it looks a little bit more, um, upscale than your average kind of just pure workout top anyway I love both of those very different uh releases from that designer but both I can see myself wearing if I ever sew a dress again we'll see (laughs) I mean you had me at no bra yeah oh yeah I mean that was a big factor for me for sure oh yeah for sure you gotta have that oh yeah awesome well, uh, yeah, everybody, check those um, patterns out and uh, see if you love them as much as we do. Shall we move on to our um, main segment? Yeah, do I'm excited about this one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're going to be taking a lot of, of this one on you, Meg. 
so I have to confess that I don't do much upcycling or refashioning, but Meg and Amanda do, especially Meg, who does some amazing things in mm-hmm. her Style Revive series. So I'm depending on them to educate and inspire me. So the first thing I want to ask you, is there actually a difference between upcycling and refashioning? I feel like those are two different things. Yeah. I mean, I feel like upcycling to me is more like taking something and making something new and different with it, like changing its form entirely and refashioning feels, you know, less of a transition. Like you're, you're changing a smaller part of it or you, and you're going to maybe wear in a similar way, but you've changed the design lines. I mean, it's pretty fine line uh, between those two things. But in my mind, they seem different. Mm-hmm. I I think so, too. Like, I can, do consider them a bit differently. Like, where refashioning is maybe just, like, slightly altering it. Maybe you yeah. just need to change the size a bit or it's damaged. You just kind of need to refashion it. Where upcycling is just, like, it's, like, like a really stunning difference of before and after where, you know, it's mm-hmm. a big upcycle where refashion is just like kind of tweaking it a little bit, making it work better for you. And so I, yeah. I agree with you for sure. Yeah. It's like upcycling is maybe you're changing the intended usage of exactly. that item, you know, that's like a if great it's, way to put it. And that's, that's what, but I mean, again, I don't know that it matters too much, but that's, <laughs> that's how it exists in my mind. Well, and see, I thought that there was a distinction, but I kind of wanted to to pull it out and figure out exactly what yeah. it was. And that makes that's a lot a of question. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what if we just came up with a word that's like both of them, like up fashioning? <laughs> I know. I was like, them. or we could go with like recycle. And I oh, was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's the word already. <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> That's a thing that people do. Cool. (laughs) So how do you decide what you're going to upcycle or refashion either way? Um, Up fashion. Maybe I should just use that for the rest of the (laughs) episode. Up fashion. Um, So so how how do you decide what you're going to do this to? What do you look for? For the upcycling for me... I think it's more, it's a little bit more random. Like I don't, you, I kind of like let the fibers, the texture, mm-hmm. the fabric kind of speak. And, you know, I could have a specific project in mind or I just see that item and I'm like, oh, it would be really cool transformed as something else. Um, Cause I, I feel like with upcycling, I'm more likely to let the textile drive and with refashioning, for me, I was thinking about this and I'm, I'm usually like if I'm at the thrift store or, you know, buying ready to wear clothes for myself, I'm not usually, I don't usually see something and think, oh, but if I only changed this one thing about it, maybe I would wear that and then buy it. I'm cause I already have enough clothes to refashion that I've made <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I do that quite a bit. And I have this summer I've done it I was ruthless there for a little while. Like I had some special pieces that I had made for special occasions and hadn't worn them. And that is, that's my distinguishing line. Like if I'm not wearing it, that is sitting in my closet. And I think that if I, if I do change it up, that I will wear it more. 
um, then then that's how I decide. And I will say that like 95% of the time, those are successful and those items actually do begin to get worn. I think there's there's maybe 5% where you're like change something that you've made kind of in an irreversible way and you're like, darn it, I kind of liked the original version better. Oh, but I know. most of the time, again, for me, if I will wear it more, I'm going to hack it up and and change it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's all about the fabric. It's yeah. like that really determines if I'm going to um, either upcycle it or refashion it. When I'm at a thrift store, I'm just kind of looking at prints and fabrics and I'll figure out later what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but sometimes if it's a refashion and it's just like something plain and um, I'll just rather donate it than refashion it because it's good in its sense if it's not damaged. But if it has like, a, if it needs to be altered or it's damaged in some way, then I'll refashion it. But yeah, it's it's really all about the print and the fabric and, mm-hmm. and the color for me. It's That's what really, really drives me. Cool. And then how, how do you decide what it's going to become or... Is that just you look at it and you see it? I don't know. How, how, how do you figure that out? If you see something that you like that you want to refashion or upcycle? I don't know. I mean, I feel like sometimes you can know in the moment. And like Meg said, sometimes you just bring it home and yeah. you let it sit for a little bit. And for me being like totally unapologetically practical to you know to a fault um I'm like I always think about how will I wear this more you know and for me it's usually um it's usually taking a dress I've made and deciding that I'm not wearing it and I either am like gonna turn that into a top or cut off the top and turn the bottom into a skirt and that's been that usually works for me and that's usually about as far as I go with refashioning like I'm I don't know that's that's usually a pretty quick fix because I think if it was more involved um I don't know if I'd be as apt to do it you know if it's going to be a big project um I I I don't know for whatever reason I've tended to do things that are a bit easier and quicker and like instant um, gratification when it comes to refashioning. Like a quick fix. I love totally like just, just like chop it in half and yeah. hem it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's a little bit easier in the sense of a lot of my refashioning it's for my style revive series so i already have an idea i i think of things and i get inspired by the community seeing what other people do and i say okay i like for instance when i transform like a dress into like a golf score i went into the thrift store specifically looking for things that i could do that too so it's like i already have a little bit of a plan so it makes it easier um but then sometimes i get steered in another direction where I find something else and I say, Oh, but what if I do that? So it really does. Sometimes a a standout thing can just make something pop in your head or like I already have a plan um, going into 
going into a thrift store or into my wardrobe too. Like if, Mm -hmm. you know, the one episode where I wanted to take two blazers and like chop them in half and make them one, I was like going into my, you know, already looking for, you know, prints or something that can kind of like nicely go together. So it's a little bit different for me when I kind of have a plan to go into, but sometimes I just like, like for hardware and stuff, if I see like a cool bag or something cool, or even like a, I I think I've even like just got something because I really like the buttons on it. And I just like, I knew I just wanted the buttons from it or something. You just, it just Mm -hmm. goes in this kind of big Tupperware in my closet that I should probably open again one day and get to work. (laughs) (laughs) And I I will say too, like I, I'm not super adventurous when it comes to upcycling. Like I, I have in mind, like I would like to get, a leather jacket of some kind and, yeah. and repurpose that into a bag. Or I always, I'm always looking for cool, like bucket hat fabric. Like just yes. those are my two things. Like I can either like turn it into a bucket hat or turn it into a bag. But the rest of my upcycling experience, it's usually like looking for tablecloths, looking yes. for oh. blankets yep. that are, it's pretty much yardage. So mm-hmm. it's not cheating. Um, but you know, that you're working with bigger pieces. So it, I don't, I don't think it's, it's not as much of a leap of like, you know, turning one thing that's fully made into something else entirely different. You're taking basically a flat piece of fabric and making something with it. Um, still amazing, still lovely. I'm a, I'm a tablecloth. I'm team tablecloth, as y'all know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a bed but sheet I, girl. I, I love I was, the bed sheets. I wanted to talk about this because <laughs> I really want to love bed sheets, but I think I'm so texture oriented that tablecloths mm-hmm. usually catch oh, my I eye see. first. And, mm-hmm. and or there's part of me that is like sees a sheet and it I can't unsee it as a sheet. <laughs> or it's the kind of fabric that it is and it's only got the print on one side or, you know, it's just, I think it's more of a texture thing. And I, I love, love tablecloths. Um, good and ba- bad about tablecloths is I, um, I've used them a couple of times making skirts. Um, I forgot that I had made a whole pair of overalls from a tablecloth <laughs> and it was awesome. And it was like a very plain, very, very plain tablecloth. Um, And I liked the color. It was kind of this like taupey color. It was perfect. And then I decided later that I was going to try to dye it. And I think that the fabric had been treated in a way that it wasn't going to dye very easily because it wasn't going to stain because it's a tablecloth. And that was like Mm -hmm. a benefit of that fabric. So it didn't end up dyeing uh, very well. But, um, But also bonus points, if you're a super messy eater, then you just wear a tablecloth. (laughs) <laughs> and it just slides oh, yeah. right off and you don't you don't you know pick up stains as easily so mm-hmm. the rate i'm going i need to full do like vinyl layers on everything that <laughs> <laughs> i'm right there with you i'm terrible oh my gosh I like such oh. a messy eater mm-hmm. oh yeah and i'm like a spilly spilly drinker we went to this cottage our friend's cottage and i came home every single one of my ha- i I also, kudos, everything I wore, 
I made, even my bathing suit. I had a whole nice. outfit of cottage, you know, but then I came home with the red wine stain on every single piece of clothing. <laughs> specifically red wine oh I guess <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah and they even somehow made it onto Julian's socks I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a sign of a great weekend but yes definitely yeah yeah definitely but, yeah but speaking of bed sheets like I'm looking at my I made bed sheet curtains for my studio and they turned out really great it was a whole episode of style revive and I've like super embraced embroidery to like really mm. elevate upcycled items. Like mm-hmm. for the quote unquote like grommets, I embroidered uh, big flowers, like a flower applicant and cut out the middle circle. So the big, gr- like, so it threads through the, the middle part of a flower and it's like a flowery printed table, like, sorry, bed sheet. And the border has like lace pink border and it's super cute. That um, sounds awesome. Yeah, I have to check that episode out. Yeah, no, it doesn't launch until um, later in September, so make mm. sure to to check that out. But yeah, the whole series was home decor, which was something fun to think about mm-hmm. upcycling, not just yeah, clothing, but mm-hmm. everything that I like made was either like a scrap buster or something from the thrift store, upcycled and all like home decor. It was nice to like come out of a season of Style Revive without jam packing my wardrobe but actually like now I have privacy in my studio and I can block out the sun when it's in my eyes <laughs> and I made like um a slip cover out of like a uh, thrifted upholstery fabric and you know so that was really fun and I made placemats and a rope bowl and um I made a hammock which was super cool <laughs> yeah amazing yeah so awesome yeah well um so what is as you as you take something and you're going to upcycle it or refashion it either one what what is the process that you go through once you know what you want to do do you have like a general process or is it all very specific to the project I feel like it's pretty specific to the project uh-huh. um you know I like to refashion t-shirts a lot and sometimes I will um like I did this recently I cut the side seams of the t-shirt took off the sleeves and then but kept the shoulder seams sewn and I used some pattern pieces as my guide and basically cut the pattern from the finished tee um like the the side lines the side seams and the armholes um so you know, I think it really depends on what you're starting with and what you're making. But I I love being able to like use pattern pieces I already have um, to to cut because I it's I don't know. There's something amazing about an already worn in T-shirt that you just don't get if oh. you're buying fabric to yes. make it. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's just like it already has a uh-huh. vibe to it. And I love playing with that a little bit. Um, but yeah, I I will say um, this might uh, go into another question that you have, Kate. But I will say, too, like if you're buying a tablecloth, if you're buying sheets, if you're buying um, 
I've used throw blankets before. Oh, yeah. Blankets are so yeah. fun to play with. Yeah. So fun. That's, that's probably my most adventurous one because it was like super open weave, super textured. I had to, I had to be careful once I cut my pattern pieces out and like immediately serge them or just trace the pattern onto the blanket and serge the pieces out because, you know, sometimes things will unravel. Um, I think the other thing with that project in particular, I noticed pretty late into the game that there was like a big piece of kind of like, it was probably melted crayon on it. <laughs> and so I had to cut around it. So that is a tip. Expect the unexpected. Yeah. Mm. And, and examine the pieces like mark holes and just because it has those things doesn't mean it's not usable. You just need to be careful. You either need to fix those first or cut around them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you, Meg? Do yeah. you have a process? I, you just got to get in there. Like, you just have to just, I don't really have a, yeah, a process. I, I maybe do some light research. I maybe look on Pinterest to see kind of generally, like, someone else doing kind of the same thing but every that's the beauty of upcycling upcycling and taking like everything is so unique um mm-hmm. like how I, I I one of my favorite ones that just always stands out is like that this like really cool tapestry neon pillowcase I turned into like a clutch I was like I have no like I just just had to experiment and a lot of pinning mm-hmm. and then I flipped it and it's because there's exactly there's no pattern to follow. There's no instructions. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just have right. to get in there and um, do some basting, uh, and then you know sew after. And just if you make a mistake, just like you know, sometimes happy mistakes happen, and if the fix often makes it better. That's what, you know the, my make it work motto. Sometimes, yeah. but make it work. Yeah, the process just to just to get in there and and do it Mm -hmm. well um we're kind of starting to lean into this anyway so let's talk uh upcycling and refashioning tips what what other tips do you have for somebody who wants to try out this uh this way of working with fabric i don't know looking for melted crayon is probably my top tip (laughs) Um, or, you know, gum, found gum before, I think just be adventurous and like, let the, let the textile, let the fabric speak to you. And don't worry if you don't have Mm -hmm. an idea right away. Like I, I kind of, it's a totally different process. Cause as you were saying, Meg too, like, I feel like you just make a lot of game time decisions in a totally. So if you're Mm -hmm. looking for something to zone out on, I don't think upcycling is like the way to go. Like, no, because no. you you really have to be present. You're making decisions as you go. You have to expect the unexpected and kind of adjust um, and come up with fixes as you go. So I think I think it's but I think it's nice to take a break and do that every once in a while because um, mm-hmm. it it can be it can be kind of a challenge. But also, if you're upcycling it you know, the stakes are a little bit lower maybe because maybe you don't have to pay as much for the fabric or you don't have as much invested in the garment. It's just like a kind of a last ditch effort to save it and make it usable for yourself. If it doesn't work out, you can move on with your life. It's not a huge investment or a huge amount of time lost. Um, 
So I, for all of those reasons, I kind of love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say a good tip for starting out is don't go to the thrift store right away. Like look in your own closet, like ask, yeah. you know, your significant other, like, do you have any clothes that you just like, don't like it? Like, let me see what I can do with it. Or let me, if you have something that maybe you're not crazy about just, so there's not again, like, you know, um, Pressure. money on the line or even thrift yeah. store. Like you do have to kind of, you know, shell out an expense, but if you kind of start with what you already have exactly low stakes, you know, your guards down, you're just having fun, experimenting, um, and then, yeah, and then when eventually, if you want to go into the thrift store, just um, my favorite tip is to go alone because when I bring Julian, he goes, oh, oh no. are you done yet? I found this one thing that I needed. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's go. I'm like, no, I didn't even <laughs> check out this section yet. <laughs> so that's, that's my tip is go alone so you have no pre- – you really can take your time and um and then yeah but just have fun just there's no really mistakes because there's no like there's you know nothing's right or wrong it's just it is what it is Mm -hmm. and it's yeah you know I think so I think too you you reminded me Meg that we recently um I think I'd mentioned I cut off some lander pants jeans and I saved the legs. I cut them off into shorts. Yeah. I had a good bit of fabric left in the legs. And Ruby and I are on a bucket hat kick. So we <gasps> use that fabric. Oh, awesome. We, we, and I, I think this is a fun thing to think about too. Like you don't have to absolutely love the fabric to 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 find no. a creative use for it. No. We, we did some fun um denim bleaching in the backyard and we did <gasps> we practiced different patterns cool. some of them were more successful than others but like we totally used the pant legs from that and again like I I do think there is something about there not being as much pressure that you can try those creative things those like fabric manipulation uh-huh. try some wax resists like you could you can really kind of let yourself go because you're not feeling quite so precious maybe about your mm-hmm. yardage mm-hmm. yeah and invest in a good seam ripper. Like I like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. like really good seam ripper is really great for for refashioning uh, too. If you're like taking up seams, or sometimes mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just cut it. But sometimes if you want to preserve some of it, a good seam ripper comes in comes in handy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see that. All right, those are awesome tips. I have some ideas starting to percolate yeah. around in my head. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you never upcycled? I've, like, what's the closest thing you come to, like, doing an upcycle or a refashion or? I mean, anything? I'm sure I've done something like that because we used yeah. to we used to change things in the theater. You know, right. if we needed to to you know like take this and make it something else, I don't know. I just it's just not something I've ever done very much of though I do have a couple of things tucked away that I want to work on mm-hmm. um and um we'll see if I ever actually get around to it like I have this one skirt that I made it's a Cosmo Maxi skirt uh from SBCC and it didn't the fabric has very little recovery mm. and so um because that that uses that pattern uses the recovery of the or the yeah, basically the recovery yeah. of the uh, fabric to stay up, it started to fall down pretty much after I had worn it for like two hours. So um, I stopped wearing it 
and I put it aside and I was like, I could put some elastic in here, but I don't really want to. So what I think what I want to do at some point, whenever I get around to it is, um, take it because those are pretty big pattern pieces. Um, I want to take them and cut out at least part of a, like a t-shirt, like a raglan t-shirt or something. Oh, because cute. I won't care if the recovery is crappy. Um, on a t-shirt because my shoulders will keep it up so that sort of thing I've thought about but I haven't actually like sat down and done the done the work um so yeah it's just never been something I've really uh-huh. done but I'd like to try I feel like you have to be in the mood though like sometimes yeah. you just want to just cut into the new shiny fabric totally, try a new yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, and I imagine yeah. there's a certain amount of like you can't be in a mood where you're going to be easily frustrated because Yeah, exactly. Because things tend to go wrong when it's when you're just kind of playing it off the cuff like that. Um and you've got to be in the mood for that. Um I think. So, um I have one more question for you guys. Um I know, Meg, you've already mentioned, I think, one of them or maybe a couple of them. But what are your favorite Uh things or a couple of things that you have upcycled or refashioned over the years? What stands out as like, this was really cool? Um, Well, speaking of, I've shared my melted crayon story. And (laughs) I was using, that was a, a throw blanket that I found. And I was so convinced that this was like a hand-woven throw blanket and I think I've shared this before I got home and found the Ikea tag on it (laughs) and I was like oh (laughs) just kidding it's not really that special but I used that I used that blanket on so many things um the the thing that I got the blanket to make was a backpack um and it was it was perfect for that it was a Desmond roll top backpack and it was it was a pretty good structure fabric. I I did have to immediately serge the pieces after I cut them out um, because it was a somewhat open weave, but literally like that wasn't fabric I could have ever purchased in a store. Like yeah. it was, it was cool. It had a cool texture. It was, you know, clearly woven. And I did, I made that um, many years ago. And then I think it was just last summer I think I was inspired by Meg talking about home decor projects. <laughs> I used that to make a couple of, I had a little bit left and I made a couple of um, pillow fronts for oh, my house. I, I love that. Yeah. And again, it was like just a nice texture there. It's not amazing fabric or anything, but again, it's neat. It's textural. It's got a lot of depth to it. And I love the story behind it. Um, but I will also <laughs> say that I, my very first Nini Kulats, I was um, kind of making a wearable muslin, but again, I thrifted this fabric and I was just sure it was this like super amazing imported fabric. And it was, but I found the tag. It was like from Pier One Imports. It was like either a wall hanging or like a light blanket um, that you could use on a, on a twin size bed. And someone had, it was in the fabric section someone had already cut into it and used a little bit of it, but, um, I made my very first Nini Kulats and it's like a, it's a hand woven, um, eye cat type. And 
the pants are so silly. Like I, they're just over the top. They're so, the leg is so wide and, um, but I still wear them all the time. They're so comfy. Remember, and I'd had, you remember those? I remember those pants. They, they were, they were delightful. They are delightful. <laughs> um, delightfuls, you know, that's, that's a positive word choice there. They made me smile. Um, what can I say? Yeah. I mean, they're a little silly. They're just, I don't yeah, know what it are. is so silly about them, but, um, but I love them. And again, like you, it's like you make them, you make that item and it instantly, it looks like it's already existed because that fabric is already worn in. And I don't know, that's, there's something magical about that. I also had a lot of fun playing with the waistband on those pants. Like I think I used the uh, design in a different direction. And Oh, I love doing um, that. Yeah. It was really fun. I had a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Something like stand out that I made. I've never actually worn it. I think I'm just like waiting for the right occasion. Maybe this winter. Cause it's like, a like, remember I took that for style revive that like fringed um, blanket. It was like a dupe. Yes. It wasn't a dupe, but, and I made the, a coat out of it and I used like the fringe on the sleeves and it already had like a circle. It had rounded corners. So I used that to like go from the front to, to the hem and, it was just such a cool jacket. I just, I've never worn it, but it's one of my favorite things that I've, I've made. It just, that was one of the things I wasn't even looking to do. And I made an episode out of it. I had a different theme for the episode and I just had to incorporate this blanket. It, I, it just screamed jacket to me. I was like, Julian, look at the curtain. Like this needs to be the opening. And so I always think about that. And that was just so fun. That jacket um, is stunning. It I is know. like, yes. it is amazing. It's like, yeah. It's like, I feel just like a wintry, like princess. And I need to wear it this winter. <laughs> like, I have to. Like, maybe not, like, I don't know what my holiday party schedule is like, but <laughs> one's getting an arrival <laughs> with me. <laughs> There's something um, kind of like Western about it. I yes, think it's, it doesn't it have tassels. Or like a yeah, fringe. Yeah, it's like There's something dolly about it. Yeah, it's because the trim. It's like half tassel, half trim. It's like a half, half tass. <laughs> I don't know, half yeah. tassel trim. Yeah, it's it's just so cool. So that's it's always epic. something that's epic. Stood out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I feel like I've learned quite a bit more about refashioning, and I feel like. I feel like I've been sort of encouraged that I don't need to have a really hard set plan. I can just pick up something that I want to work with and work with it. And so that is maybe going to be freeing or maybe going to be terrifying. I guess we're going to find (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited to see what you create if you, if you wish. So I feel like it's, it's definitely something that you just have to spend quality time in a thrift store or a secondhand store like sometimes you go and you find like the perfect thing to upcycle and sometimes you find nothing and you kind of have to stick with it and keep going um and I don't know that's that's not the right fit for everybody but I love going thrifting especially in the summer oh it's my favorite thing to do like yeah 
I used to love going to, I know um, in the US, it's like the home goods. Like for us, it's like winter. Like that for me, I, that used to be my jam, like going to like, you know, um, the winners and home sense. But now it's like my mom and I, we go for coffee every Saturday. Then we hit a different thrift store and we do our rotation because you can't Fun. go to the same one too frequently because you'll see the same stuff. Uh, and yeah, even just like upcycling even like stuff in like the, the home section it can be so yeah. fun like painting stuff and like repurposing like things for I don't know it's just it's so fun it's so fun I like it too I like it too yeah <laughs> super fun conversation um I and I again I mean we always talk about so inspo after our main segment and our main segments are always so inspiring that I feel the need to change mine um, every time. But let's do, let's go around and talk about what is giving us our so inspo, our sewing inspiration. Kate, why don't you kick us off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I haven't been thinking very much about sewing but before this hour um, because I've been thinking about my, my whole soap business. Thing. Yeah, but woo-hoo. um, but yes, woohoo, cherrystonesoap.com. Um, and but what I was thinking when I was thinking about this earlier is my brain is saying something about linen and fringe. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Um, I don't know what it's going to turn into, but it's just sitting and kind of ticking over it. But now that we have had this conversation, um, I do have a terrible, terrible habit. Whenever I, um, whenever a pair of jeans wears out because um, my thighs rub together and that's the first place that wears out and all the rest of the fabric is fine. So I tend to save my jeans and I've got like a really ridiculous number of jeans um, that I have stuffed in my closet waiting for me to decide to do something with them. So I'm thinking maybe I could um, cut pieces out of the legs and make like a skirt with like a really large number of gores or something yes like each each leg becomes a gore um and i don't know i don't know if that would work but uh i'm kind of toying with the idea of just sitting down and playing with it and cutting up the fabric and seeing what happens yeah even like making a quilt out of like you know just cutting like strips mm-hmm. or something could be like super cool um yeah what I did in one of my straw revive episodes is I like cut out just the pockets and wrapped them around like a canvas frame and staple gun and then I hung them on the wall and then I like put like sewing supplies in the pockets it was kind of I fun. remember those genius. those were awesome. cute yeah genius. like genius <laughs> is that a pun mm-hmm. yes what would you would you genius say? G O, that's a good one. Oh yeah, one for Amanda. <laughs> one <Yay>. for Amanda. <laughs> uh, but uh, Kate, I think a uh, denim gourd skirt is so that would be the perfect thing to utilize those pant leg denim for. I think I might try it. I'm, I'm seriously considering it right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. How about you, Meg? Well, but I'm just like, ironically, s- sweating. It's just like very hot right now in, in Canada and, um, you know, in the summer weather. And I'm sewing wool coats <laughs> because, you know, Perfect. in the, the industry that, you know, I'm in, you're always working 
on something in the opposite season that it's happening. So I'm prepping for filming like a, a coat course. So I'm doing like coat sew alongs and working with um, a lot of Pendleton wool fabric. So I'm in like coat land, which is, um, which is fun. So it's just like, you know, all this iron and steam that you have to like get. And I'm just, it's like a sauna in my studio in the day. But I know when winter comes, I'm going to have like, basically like a coat capsule, which I'm also excited about. So yeah, yeah, I can't really think about anything, but sewing, sewing coats. Yeah. I'm currently in the middle of working on like a denim wool trench coat. So I'm kind of in the denim zone too, Kate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, how about you, Amanda? What's giving you your inspiration right now? Um, I have a truly, truly random assortment to share with y'all. One is that I just bought my first pair of ready-to-wear jeans that (gasps) forever. And um, I wasn't even looking, but I went shopping with my daughter for her birthday. And I found some kind of, I don't really know what the difference between flare and bell-bottom. I guess they're kind of in the middle. Um, But I bought some ready-to-wear jeans. And now, of course, I need to hem them because I have the shortest inseam ever. (laughs) Um, So I've been doing a little bit of research about how to do that well. And it is a little tricky since the bottom of the hem is flared. Um, Mm. So I'm going to have to get creative. But I'm also going to not sweat it too much. They're really cute. And I feel like if I can hem them and start wearing them, they'll have a fun influence on like my they'll they'll be they'll bring something new and different to my wardrobe for the fall which I'm excited about and maybe go with some of that I was on like a little 70s mini kick there for 10 minutes this summer and made a couple of kind of vintage looking tops Uh and they'll be perfect with that um the other thing is that I've launched my little ready-made business um pop of neutral ready-made Um, So I'm offering um, a variety of tops at the moment with some upcycled fabrics, some imported fabrics, um, secondhand fabrics, and just did my first launch uh, for that. And it's going well. And I I mean, it's something that I thought about for forever. Yeah. And because I really do, I think I had learned about myself that I like production sewing, like I, there's room in my life for like zoning yeah. out yeah. and making the same thing over and over again. And I also love making the same thing over and over again and kind of experimenting with it and giving each thing kind of a different life. And so I I knew going in that it was, it was going to work for me in some ways. And um, I was sharing before we started the show, like, now I'm in the business portion of it and I have <laughs> less of an idea of what I'm doing. Um, so there's going to be some learning happening and it's going to be good. And I've been sharing that on my pop of neutral, uh, feed on Instagram because a lot of people have wrote in, um, have written in and said, um, like this has been a fun process to watch. Thank you for sharing kind of behind the scenes. I've been thinking about doing something similar myself. So I'm pretty unabashedly just sharing my adventures in starting a little business for myself, but, um, I think I mentioned Ruby's been helping me, and so it's been a good opportunity to uh, teach her some things as well, and we'll see how long that lasts. Um, she has 
I think she made her first $20 and spent it immediately. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it's, but it's been really fun. I'm so, I'm, it's really fired me up creatively in a way that I didn't expect. Um, So all of that is to say um, I am, took a, took a leap and, um, but I also think I'm going to have some time to sew for myself too. And I was thinking, I know that this moment happens this time of year, but I was, I'm, I'm, I'm checking in and maybe we just need to check in in every episode this fall to see when it happens. Like, are y'all excited about fall sewing yet? Cause I'm not, I'm not there. It's still really hot. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I feel like I should be switching gears and I am like, totally not ready to switch gears i'm excited for fall soaping fall soaping (laughs) please tell me you're making a pumpkin spice soap uh i'm making a pumpkin pie soap because i promised my best friend i wouldn't call it pumpkin spice but yeah okay well I'm going to need some of that and I'll secretly call it pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, you could call it whatever you want to in your head. Absolutely. Oh, I'm and I'm going to do this spiced apple cider. It's so <gasps> good. Oh, I know. Oh my gosh. Like I did yeah. a, I I put a I I I um did a couple of test bars a couple like almost 4 weeks ago now um just to see if it discolored because some some fragrance oils change the color of the soap. And I've just been like smelling it every chance I get. I'm like, oh, so good. <laughs> I know. I'm excited for, I love fall food. Um, yeah, yeah, fall sewing, not so much. <laughs> I don't know. No, not there let's yet. Just, let's, I think we should just like ask ourselves that question every episode and see like at what point. Because I know for me, it's like, it's fully like late October and I'm like, okay, I guess yeah. I'll make something flannel. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was just curious to see where yeah. you guys were at with it. For me, it's like as soon as I put on my first turtleneck, it's like it's go time. It's like yeah. it's turtle time. <laughs> 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 I want to make I'm like have my Nico pattern already. I'm wearing what can I make a turtleneck in my. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Like, let's check in and let's see. Let's yeah. see when that started like, all when switches. that transition happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I yeah. I'm going to need some summer makes after these wool coats that I'm making, though. I have yeah, I know. You're dresses. Gonna be, that... You're, like, all messed up. I know. I'm gonna all. Be, you're going to do winter, and then you'll be ready for fall. I know. I'm ready for fall. <laughs> oh, this is so much fun. Oh, fun episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, this Y'all has been great. Lovely. Thanks for uh, inspiring me again, you guys. You <laughs> always manage to. It's what we do. I feel like we we do such a good job of sharing the inspiration around i love that i think so um i just realized i need to ask you amanda if somebody is interested in buying one of your pieces or more Ah. than one of your pieces or all of your pieces where would they go to do that (laughs) um for now instagram um you can get there pretty easily from my pop of neutral feed but my um my business is pop of neutral rm for ready-made so great yeah Figuring out my next steps. We'll see what happens. Awesome. Are you and just a reminder? Adding... Oh, what? Go What's ahead. A reminder. Oh, I was going to no, say, no. are you going to be adding elastic waist pants? Are you going to add bottoms soon? 
probably I'm holding back because I feel like <laughs> that's that's just gonna be that's gonna snowball because I love making pants and I can like yeah. crank out some pants and I love sharing my love of elastic waist pants with the world so probably mm. what was your reminder Kate? yeah I was gonna say what <laughs> I was just going to say one more time, cherrystonesoap.com. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, Kate, if who wants soap, where do they go? They go to cherrystonesoap.com. <laughs> I'm going to be placing my order. Again. Um, all right. All uh, let me know if you have any trouble, Meg, because I'm not, I don't know if I'm set up to take orders from Canada, but we'll, uh, oh. we'll get it figured out. If we have, if we have to do Venmo or something, we'll get it figured out. Well, Canada doesn't have Venmo, so I'll probably, I'll show up with cash in a hand, American cash. American cash in hand. Well, I could do that too. I do take American cash. <laughs> oh. uh, Kate, all of your reels make me hungry. Just checking in and letting you know it's still happening. Okay. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to make people hungry. Yeah, it's working. It's working. Hungry for soap. Yeah, we were uh, we were walking past a uh, a fudge shop in Alaska, and I look over oh. and they're cutting they're cutting some bars of fudge, and I'm like, oh my god, Mark, you're right, that does look like my soap. Totally <laughs> fudge, yeah, your soap oh. does look like fudge. It is totally. The best. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. You know those? Okay, one last thought. You know those okay. accounts that are like, is it cake or is it that? Yes. Like, is it so? Is it soap or is it fudge? <laughs> I'll be your number one fan. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm excited to talk next time and I'm sure I'll add to my sewing list and I need to revisit my upcycle pile because I have. Yeah, for sure. Definitely definitely a big pile. (laughs) All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. And until Mm -hmm. next time, let's sew. Let's sew. sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynar. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here dash we dash sew dash again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time. <laughs>